Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, how do people monetize social media? It's a question I think um, piques a lot of curiosities here, especially if you want to build a personal brand on social media or any type of career. Um, it's interesting because what, like, not even 10 years ago, we were just entering an era where some people were monetizing on social media and most of us were still consumers or hobbyists people that were in no shape or form monetizing, but just like putting stuff out there just to share. And now you have high schoolers and college students who are like, I want to be an influencer or I want to be a content creator or I want to be a public figure and I want to use social media to help me achieve that dream. I think that's really fascinating and like very short period of time, all of that happened, which is pretty fucking crazy. But If you've even been on social media for like five minutes, you've probably heard people talk about monetization, why that's really important. You need to like diversify your income and like you need to monetize your social media. And I don't know, maybe you have a different experience. Before I'm sitting, every single time I see those videos, it's so vague. Like there's no, it's a whole lot of nothing in one video or it's a bunch of fear mongering if it's some like guru trying to get you to buy their course about it or something. Um... Monetization, here's here's why I talk about personal branding to the point where I think at this this point I'm making your ears bleed to to which I say, good, Um, (laughs) that's the point. Um, Here's why I talk about personal branding so much, especially if you want to have a career on social media, is because not only does having a personal brand help you stand out and like get over maybe the fear of showing up and like being able to confidently tell your story or showcase your passion or your skill set or what have you. But personal branding informs your entire career. What you brand yourself around will inform the business steps that you take moving forward so that you're not like dazed and confused. You're, you, it makes sense. You're either doing things that fill a genuine void in, in the market, whether that's founding a brand, whether that's proposing a, a strategy to a company that you want to create content for or work for or partner with or invest in or yada, yada, whatever it is that you want to do, right? Oh, and or, so it either ge- fills a genuine void in the market and or it is authentic to your personal brand and how you are perceived online, whether that be, you know, a service provider 
or an artist or a musician or a social media influencer or just like a general celebrity, actor, model, what, what have you, founder, entrepreneur, doesn't matter. Those two things, you know, kind of lead the way in terms of like, is this something that genuinely fills a void in the market and or is it something that is a natural extension of my personal brand? It doesn't they don't both have to be there. I think if something fills a natural void in the market, it doesn't have to always be an extension of your personal brand um, because you're still providing value by giving something people giving people something that they needed. But usually they're, they go hand in hand, usually. Um, but having a personal brand informs that. So having a personal brand informs your monetization strategy and how you build a, a business around your influence or creativity or expertise or, or what have you. So that's something people don't tell you when it comes to monetization. The narrative that you probably receive is, oh, I grew to 100,000 followers and then I started making money. That's a summary, but that's basically the narrative. And I'm saying that because this is the reason I'm making this episode is because I see these narratives all the time. It pisses me off so much that I'm like, I'm just going to make a fucking episode about it. Shit. Um, so personal brand is step one. What do you want to be known for? Why do you want to be known for it? Who do you want to help with it? Or who do you want, who can benefit from it, Right. And then from there, what are ways that make sense for me to monetize? That way, and because I'm talking to a large majority of creatives here, most of the time people that want to make a, a career out of social media and creating content are usually creative humans, right? So creative people tend to think that either all of their ideas are shit or all of the ideas that they have are meant to be monetized and turned into a business. Can you relate? <laughs> Every single time I ask questions on a podcast, I always picture you like, sitting on the other side and raising your hand like alone, like wherever it is that you are, it cracks me up. So if you do do that, please tell me, take a picture for me and send it to me. <laughs> um, but when you have established a, a personal brand and what it is that you want to be known for and how it is that you want to make impact online and then the, the bigger goals that you want to achieve with that, you then start to like not... You, you start to be more selective with the ideas that you have. Like, yeah, this, you know, then you start to think, yeah, this genuinely feels like a void in the market. So I think this could be cool. Maybe do I need to find a co-founder? Do I need to find investors? Do I, you know, do I start this thing myself? Like, what are the capabilities I have here? Or like, yeah, this is like a really natural extension of my personal brand. You know, I'm, you know, let's say Alex Cooper starting Call Her Daddy. Uh, I have a major in film and television from Boston University. I love production and video editing. Yeah, it would make a lot of fucking sense for me to start a podcast, right? So that kind of stuff. Um, and monetization, I think the th the first thing people think of is brand deals, no matter like who you are. It's really funny because some of my clients are entrepreneurs and like founders. And they'll be like, okay, yeah, so, you know, when I start posting stuff about whatever, uh, the thing that they want to be known for within their industry. Yeah. So then that's going to attract brand deals. And I'm like, whoa, 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 why do you want to have brand deals? And again, there's this narrative being perpetuated that if you want to monetize off of social media followers or the currency, and of course that then opens up the doors for brand deals and like brand deals don't make sense for every single person trying to use social media to monetize themselves. Right. So let's talk about a couple of different monetization strategies that you could pursue, starting with brand deals, of course. Brand deals make sense if 
you, well, of course, if you want to be a content creator and under that, you can get a variety of different brand deals, right? You can create UGC, you can um, work within a brand and have a contract to like create content for them. Um, you can be the face of a brand account. You can do social media influencer brand deals where because of the products and things that you recommended and because of the things that people ask about within the topic that you're discussing or the life that you're sharing, there may be certain brands that may make sense to advertise for you. Whether, and this is maybe a little controversial, whether or not you actually use it. Um, that's not for everyone. That strategy is not for everyone. Um, if you don't actually use a product, it is a lot harder to advertise if you don't know how to advertise. So that's why people say, don't use some, don't advertise something that you don't already use. Um, to any influencer that has a creative background, advertising background, marketing background, sales background, you probably don't do that. Maybe you, you know, let's say you love video editing and there's a software out there that you discovered, you've never used it, but just by the looks of it, you think it's really cool. So you reach out to them saying, hey, I've already created a bunch of videos with Adobe, with Final Cut, with CapCut, um, advertising for them and their video editing programs. I'm always on the hunt for new programs and I just found yours and I would love to bring some brand awareness to your program by selling real estate on my page to you. Most social media influencers, I would recommend don't use that strategy. Again, unless you have some sort of marketing or sales background, just because it will be it may feel a little bit more inauthentic if you don't already know how to sell something you've never used before. Um, so that's why most creators focus on selling things that they have used before. And if you have used something like, yeah, obviously in that situation, maybe don't advertise. When I say sell, I don't always mean like you having to have to sell the thing or it having to always be an affiliate partnership. I mean, just like advertising something is still selling because <laughs> um, you're driving interest and there is a likelihood of people converting and becoming potential customers of the brand that you're advertising for. Um, but if you, you know, for the, for the majority of social media influencers, I would say, yeah, uh, maybe work with brands that you've already used and preferably brands that you actually like. Otherwise that is bordering on criminal activity. If you are advertising for something that you don't love, um, unless you have a publicist or somebody who can do damage control or crisis management for you, then there's a huge likelihood that you could be canceled at some point for using something that come to find out you don't love. <laughs> we have seen how people love to dig through old comments and tweets and they will find yours. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think also having a grasp and understanding that like your words and your actions do resonate with people if you are influential in, so in any capacity um, and being aware of that all the time and Yes, that's a mentally taxing thing to do, but it can help you monetize with smarter strategies and ones that are not going to be hurtful to you or anybody that you are advertising to. And then beyond brand deals, you have things like coming out with 
education. And again, that doesn't make sense for everybody, but if you are like a fitness creator or you are a fashion influencer um, and you're always asked like, oh, can you style me? How would you style me or whatever? Um, Or you're a stylist, like, yeah, maybe it might make sense for you to have some sort of educational resources, whether that be consultations or um, passive income products, like downloading some sort of guide or a course or whatever. Um, Again, that's not going to make sense for everybody. It makes sense only if it A, genuinely fills a void in the market and and you can fill it even if it's not a natural extension of your personal brand and or it is a natural extension of your personal brand and it would make sense for you to like, you know, have a course on something or have um, a a one-on-one call for something, right? So there's also those kinds of things. Um, And other ways to monetize also is like, Maybe you want to be a startup founder and you want to launch an app or a, a, any kind of tech product or you want to found a brand, whether that be a cosmetics brand or a clothing brand or um, any other type of D2C, CPG kind of product. D2C is direct-to-consumer, CPG is consumer packaged goods, um, those kinds of products also, right? Um And then you can also monetize in additional ways, even going from there. You want to have a podcast and figure out a way to scale it. You can do that. You can write a book. You can be paid for reality TV appearances and even appearances on the red carpet. Um, At that point, you do have to be quite a certain level of influence or you have to be a very niche expert that like you are needed there um and there's a high demand for you to do something and at that point you can charge for event appearances and things like that um so there's different ways to monetize beyond brand deals and not all of these are going to make sense for you i think a lot of the times when creators creators influencers and people of influence look at how other people who are influential monetize their influence and they're like oh my god that's so glamorous like they're doing they're doing, they're founding a brand. I need to do that. They're launching a tech startup. I need to do that. They're like doing this other thing. I need to do that. I need to have a clothing brand. I need to have a home decor. It's not just about what other people are doing. That's how we end up with a huge influx of fucking celebrity skincare brands because everybody's doing it. And that's exactly what it feels like when another celebrity skincare brand comes on the market. A lot of the times it feels like you just did it because everybody's doing it and not Does it fill a genuine void in the market? Is it a natural extension of my personal brand? Those, it, and it's, that, it's crazier to me for like high profile celebrities doing that kind of stuff because I'm like, what about the people that are working within that team? Like nobody thought to advise, like maybe launching, I don't know, Barker Wellness, a CBD edibles brand literally looks weird when your wife just launched a similar brand pretty much in a different font and nobody thought to tell Travis Barker like dude it'd be really cool if you launched skincare but for tattoos and like tattoo care products and you could still be having CBD and it could still be focusing on pain relief and recovery and all those things that are really important to him as a musician 
who has, you know, who prioritizes that. Nobody thought to tell him that. (laughs) No, because if you have a team, you also have to be mindful of your team. If your team is advising you on monetizing, you know, your career as a person of influence at some point, if you want to have a manager, if you want to have an agent, you want to have a publicist, all those things seem really glamorous from the outside. But you have to be mindful of who it is that you are bringing onto your team, because then they could advise you on strategies that don't make any sense for you, or aren't actually scalable, or are not are going to be looked at as a cash grab. You want to have people in your corner that may not always say yes, but they'll advise you in a way that actually aligns with the goals that you have because that they care about that because they're working with you or for you depending on what that relationship is. So that's something that people don't really talk about with monetization. It's like, you need to monetize, you need to monetize, you need to monetize, you need to monetize at a a thousand followers. Once you have a thousand followers, you need to start monetizing. And like, I don't disagree with that, but there's a bigger story there than just getting to a certain follower account and monetizing because it's giving the same energy as I turn 16 and I'm just going to be handed a license. No, bitch. You got, do you even want to drive? Do you live in a city where it makes sense to drive? (laughs) Can you afford a car? Can you afford insurance? Right? It's not just something that's handed to you. And it's the same thing with monetization. It may not make sense to monetize in the same ways as other people do. You have to assess what your goals are and how it is that you're already making impact online. Because that will determine a real strategy for you and not, like I always say, (laughs) throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks, or looking to other people to determine your strategy. Because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes for them. So monetization is really important to consider. And it is a very crucial part of your career. But you have to be strategic about it. um, Especially when you are forming a business around your influence. Because unlike a traditional company, you don't have a logo to hide behind. It's you. So not only are you monetizing your influence and your personal brand, but you're also monetizing your reputation. And you definitely don't want to be making any moves that do not align with how you want to be perceived. So keep that in mind when you do extend in other ways of monetizing your influence. Or if you're listening to this and you are just now thinking about monetizing your influence. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.